0: Hi guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. This is my fourth episode where we're talking about balanced eating and portion control for losing weight and even just maintaining weight for a healthy lifestyle without going on an extreme diet. Um I hope you're listening to this series in order. Again, this series is for anybody who wants to lose weight or just maintain weight or just lead a healthier lifestyle, Um, especially if you've been on extreme diets and kind of want to get away from them and just learn nutrition one-on-one, going back to the basics. So in order to learn nutrition one-on-one, going back to the basics, learning the physiology of our body and what it actually needs and what foods are good for us Um, based on our individual needs we have to unlearn all of the diets right this is what the series is about we need to stop running towards keto towards weight watchers towards juicing um, in order to lead a healthy lifestyle we need to get off that yo-yo that hamster wheel that cycling of going to to an extreme when we wanna to get to where we wanna go. Um, so in this step of the process, we're gonna learn balanced eating and portion control. So in the episode prior, I talked about you know our essential nutrients, um, macronutrients, carbs, proteins, fats. So when we manipulate those three, we get towards our goal of weight loss or muscle gain um and that depends on your activity level and also the diseases and conditions that you may currently have so again everyone is different um going back to those diets like the keto diet you know you're cutting an essential nutrient you're gonna lose some weight but again it's not sustainable it could lead to some issues and it also depends on the health issues that you already have like diabetes And kind of talked a little bit about the Mediterranean quotations, holding my hands here, diet, not really a diet. It's just more of a lifestyle eating um, patterns and habits and behaviors in a geographical region. Now, going back to those three macronutrients that we need, we need carb, protein, and fats. So one, you need the right amount the right proportions of each um, for either weight loss and then let's say weight maintenance and maybe muscle gain. So maybe a male who's wanting to gain some muscle. Um, So let's first go to the average person who may be looking to lose some weight. The thing you wanna manipulate is all three. Okay, so the Proportions of all three of these will equal the total amount of calories you are intaking in your diet. So, I kind of talked about the grams, the, the calories per grams of each, and how fat has the most calories per grams. So, a little trick um, for for weight loss is basically manipulating that carb and protein. So you wanna make sure that you're getting more protein than carb. So when you go to your meals, think about your first priority should be protein. Protein is going to make the meal more satisfying. Um, you'll get the most kind of bang for your buck, so-called, where you're um, getting the right nutrition, you feel satisfied. And it's leaner, it may be a little less calories. As opposed to going for a carb that may have a less nutrient density. Nutrient density is, when it's high density, it's good, right? So there's the least amount of carbs with the most amount of nutrients. That's why they call a lot of vegetables, superfoods, like kale. There's like 10 nutrients, right? And it's just one thing. And it's very low um, low carb and low calorie. So rather for reaching for a piece of bread, think about switching, going for a protein and on the side, a piece of carb. So your main focus is that protein. It's more satisfying, it's leaner, less... Um, calories and there'll be a less increase in blood sugar which could lead to weight gain supposedly um, there you know that's a whole other topic so protein okay then you're gonna pair it with a carb because if you just have protein and fat like I said before on a keto diet you're going to go for cravings, you're gonna have more cravings, you're gonna be fatigued. You need this for sustained energy. When we pair, when we add a carb, when we, sorry, when we add a protein or a fat to a carb, all right, we're gonna have a piece of toast. If we add avocado in the right portion, again, because avocado is high calorie. So, again, portioning, and manipulating the carb protein fat ratio. So having a piece of toast, it's better if it's whole grain, there's more fiber and more nutrients, right? So fiber is gonna help lower our cholesterol, it's gonna help in digestion, um, all those great benefits. Whole grain versus whole wheat versus white bread processed. So adding some of that avocado, okay, avocado is a healthy fat. It's a unsaturated fat. So you want to go for, again, the the quality, you want to go for the healthier versions, unsaturated fats versus saturated fats, like butter or animal products, um, cheese, things like that. So I like to say aim for the healthier version the healthier version to me is the thing that has the more n- nutrition the thing the product with the most vitamins the most minerals um that is helping your physiology your cells your metabolism in some way okay so that's unsaturated fats versus saturated fats but again, that portion control, you don't wanna use the whole avocado that has a lot of calories. It's almost 400 calories and a little bit too much of your fats per meal. Um, so you wanna aim for at least you know, 15 to 20 grams of fat per meal, 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal, and carbs, it kinda of depends. 25 to can range to 55 grams of car- carbs per meal. Um, depending on your goals, if you're working out. Um, So your day-to-day might very well vary. Um, But so again, balance, we have that carb. Pairing the carb with a protein or a fat source, fat like avocado, egg has fat, egg whites is just protein, no fat. Um, That is gonna help lower the blood sugar spike which is more efficient for your body to use as fuel. You're gonna be um, feeling fuller longer, you're gonna have better sustained energy rather than just grabbing an apple. Why? Because you grab an apple, it's all sugar. Especially if you take the skin off all sugar. If you keep the skin on, there's some fiber which helps in keeping that blood sugar spike a little low and not spiking high. Um, it's just fructose it's just plain old sugar and it's not that it's bad it's just going to spike your blood sugar you're gonna have all this energy and then you're gonna get almost like a crash now eating just pure carb sugar like that um, and it's fruit it's great it's healthy it has a lots of vitamin C there's water content as well and there's some fiber it's great for a pre-workout snack. So if you're going for a run and you need some fuels, energy, um, and you know it doesn't bother your stomach for those runners or people working out, um, you wanna have a simple carb. That's called a simple carb. A complex carb is going to have fiber and more starches and whole grains. That would be bread, potatoes, corn, um, anything along bread okay so that's the quantity that sorry that's the quality of it so good versus bad carbs right why are there good carbs why are there bad carbs like i said the health world is making good carbs they're naming good carbs why are they naming good carbs good carbs are complex starches they have fiber they have lots of minerals other vitamins that help your body so you're getting more bang for your buck rather than just spiking your blood sugar and it's going to help you feel fuller longer you're going to have more energy less elevated blood blood sugar spikes which could lead again to insulin resistance and diabetes later if it's too too high that's an accumulation over time okay so the bad carbs that society has deemed bad um the devil i mean you look at like mean girls and all those shows where they're like we don't eat carbs and it's super 90s and 2000s growing up then it's like that's all it was right so it's funny to see the shift but you know it's kind of true when you look at nutrition that there are good or bad carbs but it doesn't mean that those bad carbs are instantly going to make you Fat, like it's it's just so crazy that people say, "Oh my gosh, pizza makes you fat." No, having pizza, a whole pan of pizza by yourself every day, or you know, just having the pan like multiple times a week. Yes, it can make you gain weight, but having a pizza out with your friends once a week is not going to make you gain weight. It's the quantity, it's the binging, it's a deprivation leading to binging, and it's that mindset. You know, it's very true that humans are, you know, once we're told not to do something, we do it more, right? Don't have pizza. We're almost like little kids forever. Don't have pizza. We want that pizza. So that's kind of, you know, how I think of these extreme diets. Deprivation just leads to binging um, and overindulgences and going overboard. And that's what could hinder those with weight loss goals, if you're just maintaining, it, it may not be, a you know, it's not a big deal to do those things. But when you're in that weight loss state, you know, there's a border of that. Um, so back to portion control. So back to meals, you're having carb, protein, fat, that's the most um, satiety fat you want to for the quantity quality, we wanna look at unsaturated fat versus saturated fat. Unsaturated fats are your healthy fats, your plant, vegetable oils. Um, Olive oil is the best to me. I'm Italian, extra virgin olive oil is what I use in everything, my salads, cooking. Um, I try to steer away from butter, creams, creamy dressings, things like that. They're gonna have more of the saturated fats. So saturated fats, you want to have 2.5 grams per serving, no more than that. That's pretty high. Um, And there's a lot of saturated fats in processed packaged snack foods, you know, like crackers and things like that, things you wouldn't expect because saturated fats are mainly like dairy and animal products. So your meats are going to have some saturated fats. Um, But it's okay, again, in portion. Um, the dietary guidelines by the government say that you should have stick to two red meats a a week, um, two or less red meats a week, fish three times per week, um, plants, endless amounts of vegetables, um, and whole grains, they say five servings a day that also varies. So, Back to our meal planning. So think of each meal as fueling your body, its balance. You wanna look at your plate. You wanna have a nice complex carb with some fiber. You wanna have a nice lean protein, um, eggs, chicken, turkey, any meat. If you're not doing meat or fish, it's more you wanna pair legumes, beans, which doesn't have all nine essential amino acids, which makes it a complete protein. But if you pair a legume or a bean with rice or a grain, you're going to get nine essential amino acids, which is a complete protein, which basically equals meat. Okay. So honestly, when we when we look at nutrition, the most complete protein, the like the most efficient protein that your body needs you're gonna get that from me. And red meat is the only product that has B12, which is essential for all the energy metabolism on our our body, but that's a whole different topic. So if you don't wanna have meat, okay, fine. Um, And if you're vegan, look for legumes and pairing that, beans, pairing it with rice. So those, you know, Mexican dishes, rice and beans pairing, they knew what they were doing back then. They knew they needed sustained energy and a complete protein when they didn't have meat. That was the peasant food. That was the peasant protein bro food, rice and beans. Um, Little fun fact there. So that pairing we want to be doing, we want to shift our mindset to fueling our body. What's going to make me have that sustained energy for my day today. I have to go to work, then I'm going to the gym or I'm going out. How am I gonna sustain my energy? Um portion control. You want to look up the portion controls for serving. So a little tip a carb or a starch just instead of weighing which I don't really I don't really advise you know, weighing and getting scoopers out, it's not sustainable either. You shouldn't really be living with a little food scale. Um, Just kind of look at your plate, estimate. You only really need to look at these portion controls when you're losing weight. So this is basically for weight loss. Maintaining a little bit, but you can go, you know, a little overboard probably with your current metabolism. For weight loss, Portion of a starch like pasta, potato, bread, rice. It's the size of your fist. That's the that's the serving. And that's probably going to give you, if it's rice, potato, or pasta, that's going to be around 40 to 50 grams of carbs, which is enough for the meal. You can have more because guess what? Depends what you're eating the rest of the day. That's why you can sometimes afford to have a pizza for dinner you know, two, three slices, because you probably didn't eat, you know, if you didn't eat carbs throughout that day, and just had um, some vegetables or like a protein, you can afford to eat that it's going to be higher calorie. But if you had less calories throughout the day, you can afford that if you're losing weight. Um, So that's another thing where it's calories in versus calories out that we talked about in the prior episode, 3,500 calories equal one pound, and that goes over a week. Um, w- whether you're losing it or gaining it. So I like to look at portion control and balanced meals for people who are losing weight, gaining weight, and weight maintenance. The difference is gonna be the quantity, okay? So the quantity is going to pe- depend on your current body um, weight, what what your goal is. So if you wanna lose weight, gain weight, muscle gain, or maintain Okay, then secondly, it's going to focus on, it's going to depend on your activity level. Are you running every day? Are you weightlifting? How many times a week are you doing that? And kind of what you did that day. You can influx your intake of carbs based on your activity level if you're working out a lot and especially for those who are looking for uh, weight loss. So this is all where balance and moderation knowing your body knowing what you need specifically again if you have pcos that is basically an insulin resistance that a lot of women get it's pretty predominant nowadays um those women have an insulin resistance they need to watch their quantity how much carb they're having a day and per meal they want to watch that their blood sugar is not spiking too much. So they wanna have those complex carbs, they wanna pair with a nice protein and fat, which I think that everyone should be doing for a healthy, balanced life. So this is for anybody looking for, how can I be healthier on the inside? How can I fuel and nourish my body for everyday living, for longevity, to get the vitamins and nutrients I need, to up my immunity, for better digestive health, for better skin? Things like that. And you know, you might be each part of your life adding, okay, I want better skin. What are the foods I can eat? What are the good oils that have vitamin E, seeds, nuts? So, knowing how much you need at each meal is going to help. So, again, carb, protein, fat at each meal um, around 50 grams of carbs. This is just an estimate. Um, 50 to 80 grams of carbs at a meal, um, 25 to 30 grams of protein at a meal, 20, 15 to 20 grams of fat at a meal. Fat um, is like cheese and butters and oils. You can look at your thumb. So that is like an ounce of cheese. Um, so a serving of cheese, that's like just enough fat portion um, for your meal on a tablespoon of olive oil. Um, things like that. So protein can be the size of your palm. That's a chicken breast, Um, a filet of salmon. That's gonna give you probably 25 grams of protein. So that's what you wanna look at for your meals. Now, those portions are different for everybody. If you're a male trying to gain weight, you're gonna have double of that. Uh, But you kind of want to use that as your multiplier, right? So if you're, you know, a woman trying to lose weight, stick to those portion sizes. Um, And I always like to do three meals a day. Um, Trying The key is consistency, keeping a routine, keeping a schedule so that you're not, you know, skipping, binging, depriving and going through that crazy cycle, not knowing what to eat. And just realizing that if you skip a meal or you eat three hours than you usually eat, that's okay. You know, like your body's not gonna crash and die. We, you know, we can go a few days without food, not too long, but that's not okay either. So you don't wanna be extreme. Again, it's fueling your body, knowing what you need. If you know that you're gonna go to the gym after work, you're working nine to five, you're gonna to go to the gym right after work at five. What are you gonna to eat today? Okay, let's have a nice breakfast that's sustained energy, a carb and a nice protein, maybe some fat, a little oil for satiety. Then, okay, what are you gonna eat for lunch? Well, it depends when you're eating lunch, if it's closer to work, maybe you would do two to three hours before, the, before your workout. Um, again, protein focus on the protein, have some carb, um, maybe lower in fat. Um, lowering the fat content before a workout is just, it helps your digestion. Um, people might just say it helps them feel better and things like that, you know. So right after work, and if you feel sluggish before your workout, like you need energy, hydrate, number one. Um, but also, you know, you could just go for a coffee. It depends on your body. If you feel better working out with you know three hours that you haven't eaten, go for it. Um, your body's gonna use stored energy. If you need a little energy source before your workout, you feel super sluggish. you have no energy left after that work day. That's okay. You can have, I would say, a simple sugar like an apple or a piece of fruit um, that your body's gonna use right away. And it's kind of not gonna slow you down by digesting so much. So, simple carbs, you know, they're first broken down in our mouth. So, it's easier on our, on our digestive system, especially for working out. Um, Post workout, I always say a carb and a protein. Um, If you're losing weight, maybe just a protein, but you want to fuel your body later on. You don't have to eat right after you work out. You can wait a little bit. You know, a lot of bodybuilders or these fitness people say you need to eat right after. If you're, you know, a big guy and you're trying to gain all this muscle, yeah, you want to eat after. But the anabolic window... That, you know, that's a whole nother realm for bodybuilders and for muscle gain. So, carb and a protein. Again, losing weight, you wanna manipulate that. Higher protein, think of higher protein every meal, um, lowering the carb, but still having the carb. Don't go for a super low carb diet, okay? It just comes down to portion control and the quantity you're eating throughout the day. Again, if you're going out later that day and you know you're going to have fries and a burger throughout the day, go on about your day. Um, try to eat, you know, a little better. Try to have some protein and some vegetables throughout that day to fuel you. Um, just thinking about fueling and nourishing your body really can pivot and shift your mindset. Um especially when you're losing weight, you know, we all want to think about deprive, deprive, like starve, starve, starve. Um, and that's, it's basically mental that starving, you know, it's like, imagine if you're on a stranded Island and there's nothing like you just want more. You, you really just want a big juicy steak when you're on the Island and like, you know, burgers and fries. You don't even want a piece of fruit. You know, so it's that mindset um, that we talked about in the first episode. Um, And I always talk about not binging or depriving, looking at fueling your body. Our body runs on carbs, proteins and fat. When it doesn't have one source, it starts breaking down the other in our muscles, in our fat deposit. And the worst is really when it breaks down muscle and that's severe starvation and eating disorders, which is a later Uh, more intense topic. But balance and portion control, knowing how many you need, we talked about it, looking at each meal, um, not calculating every little morsel, but with weight loss, it helps to know, you know, what you're drinking, what you're getting um, in drinks or little snacks here or there. Snacks, again, I try to say people losing weight, snacks just focus on, a protein or a vegetable with a little bit of fat um and kind of steering away from these protein bars things like that there's just added sugars that some of them can even look like a candy bar if you read the um, nutrition label so nutrition is really basic it's we need all three macronutrients we need carbs we need protein we need fat i cannot stress this enough the quantity matters and as well as the quality. For quality control, you don't need 100% all the time. It's life. It's not going to happen. Um, I like to do, you know, there's that 80-20 rule. Not necessarily either. It's just like if you can have the most nutrients and get the most bang for your buck, why not? Um, if you can find a tasty option, why not? Um, so, you know choose your battles it's thinking about those food swaps um in weight loss fruit you know can be great but it's also looking at the quantity of fruit there's sugar fruit for diabetics fruit equals a carb so for weight loss it's kind of the same thing fruit equals a carb so you can add it um and just pick and choose your battles really focus on nourishing and fueling your body say it again nourish and fuel wake up and say how am i going to fuel my body how am i going to nourish it how am i going to move my body um exercising again is going to be moderation um not extremes you don't need to sweat like a pig and like go into a sauna every day you don't need to like have your legs give out and fall on the floor okay um we're going to talk about that in a later in the next episode actually we're going to talk about exercise and um going off those extremes so again no deprivation no extremes no binging we are nourishing and fueling our body thanks so much for listening I hope you enjoyed and I hope you learned a lot. We're going to talk more about um, portion control and balanced eating and moderation in a later episode. Stay tuned for my next episode. Thanks so much guys for listening. Stay strong.